everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, and joining me is none other than my co-host, Avira. Hey guys, hope you're doing well, wherever you might be on this fantastical planet of ours. You know it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And joining me, as always, is my interim host, Noble. And the background noise of an iPhone going off. Yeah, gee. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself after what happened with Avira. <laughs> that was the notification that I got from our uh, broadcast just going live. So sorry, I couldn't quiet my uh, <laughs> iPad. <laughs> Fuck technology, man. Anyways. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, well. I don't know, man. Maybe you should go back to being a Luddite or something. Go live with the Amish. I miss my flip phone. I have this new smartphone and I hate it. Like, why do you need a password to open your cell phone? That is the dumbest thing. Disable it. I can't do that. It doesn't allow me. Oh, I'm sure you'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm sure I won't, but thanks for having faith. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what I do. I like to think the best in people. <laughs> okay. I, I can think. Oh, well. Now, shall we get right on to what's crazy on the agenda this week? Got some interesting treats for you. Um, alright, let's have a look-see. First off. Alright, we have from news.com.australia. Man spends $15,000 on high-tech dog costume to fulfill his lifelong dream. Now, that, at first glance, that looks like a real dog. That's a costume? He's inside of that? The head? What? On the picture on the left, definitely looks fake. But on the yeah, right, yeah, like I said, at first glance, it, at first glance, yes. But it looks it, so darningly realistic that it and a person's like inside. A really suit. It does look small. Wow, fifteen thousand dollars on this. It's you know hyper realistic collie costume, so you could fulfill his lifelong dream of being a dog. Now, I feel like this is something that in Japan, like, would happen, but is this guy a furry, though? Or is he just an eccentric dude who wants to be a dog and has no idea what furries are? I think he's just more of a, you know, eccentric dog. Let's, let's have a look at it, though. Like, I would more say, you know, here's the thing. The Japanese man basically just wants to fulfill his lifelong dream of being a dog. And he said, you know, I made it a collie because it looks real when I put it on. It's pretty damn close. Yeah. So he's a canine cosplayer. Okay. So they don't specifically say that he's actually a member of the fandom. He's probably not. He just decided to do something eccentric like this. <laughs> okay. He paid them fifteen thousand seven hundred and nine dollars 
took 40 days and multiple versions. Hey, 40 days for a fursuit like that? I mean, damn, you'd be lucky if you got anything less than, like, three months. Whoa. A fair amount of the cost would have been stylizing the flux fur because mm. I I have never seen um, flux uh, fur like that being sold. You'd have to get it painted. Also, the, the muzzle is a lot longer. Uh, well, I mean, that, that's just like how the species of this particular dog is, but I'm guessing he sees out of those two holes in the front. Breathing probably might be a problem. I don't imagine so. I mean, you could have holes in the nose. That's what I've always wanted. That's, you know, drill through it, or open the mouth too. Yeah, I wish I would have had that too. Now, <laughs> imagine this though. Like, he paid $15,709 to pay Zephyr, a company that makes costumes for TV commercials and films. Got oh, this days. was professional. Not um, just it looks person. professional. That's because yeah, this is. is not a first scene maker. This is like a a company that makes costumes for other companies. You know, this isn't your basement dwelling. You know, no, made for you. Big... <laughs> no, like or a, or a big name first suit maker thing. Yeah, it? or anything like that. It's 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 nothing like that. These guys probably have like millions at their disposal. All these commercial companies, well, like not just that, but. You know, like the the craftsmanship. Oh, oh, yeah, dude, it's an it's amazing. Why like are people? people yeah. uh, I'm sorry, but I can't understand why this is news. Why is I this mean, news? I, yeah, I mean, look, let's have a look at this thing. You know, I think let's face it, the furry thing has just been like every single news outlet's just basically itching at the bit to. Hopping on this craze, or they just flat out find it fascinating. I don't know, or maybe they just have something slow. I don't know. The fact that person's actually inside this is really fascinating. Look! Look at how tiny it is. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That that that's like a real dog proportions, man. Here's the thing, you know. He chose the species because he could its long hair could mislead the human figure. Like, Seriously? Yeah. Huh. Wait, that's why? You dropped I mean, 15k on that. Hmm. I mean, hey, if he's living the dream. Yeah, whatever um dream that is. Uh, Japan is pretty wacky with stuff like this. Now both of you guys, I sent you that video earlier, which is apparently very, very old. I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen this. It's, um, it's yeah, a quad suit of a realistic wolf in Japan, just chilling like on a bench. And people are like, what the heck? Is that, what the, who? Is that real? Like, it looks realistic. Yeah, I've seen some pretty just... crazy fursuits. This is a really good one. Some little kid decides to start poking out. I think they kick it, don't they? Uh yeah yeah they like pull on his tail or stuff like that and I think the parents are concerned like what is going on here <laughs> like is that a real wolf no it's not but it looks real like it's pretty impressive but I don't know if they consider that to be a fur suit per se or if it's like a different type of I don't know like a niche hobby that apparently more than one people are into it's it's interesting. 
Yeah, but I, I, think... I just wonder how you walk in it. Because, like, have you ever tried to walk on all fours? You're really... Like, you look I, goofy. The human figure, you know, the human figure, the ergonomics, it's not, you know, not completely suited, but the way, but the way it's done, it's, um... It's a challenge. It's a challenge in and of itself, isn't it? I, I'm just wondering why this actually became a news story. Is he like the first person to do this? Obviously he's not, because this is like a no. thing that they've been doing in Japan for quite a while, and probably other parts of the world. There have been mm. fursuits that are feral in America. They're just not as common. I mean, this looks pretty convincing. It's a little bit difficult to kind of, like, figure out a sense of scale. But, like, if I saw that, like, walking across, like, the park or something, I'd be like, yo, okay, that's a dog. Can you imagine a dog catcher freaking out when something like that just gets up on its all, on two legs? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> it's like, like it starts talking. <laughs> it's like, hey, <laughs> ah, what are you doing, sir? They'd be like, holy crap, a talking dog. I'm in a cartoon now. <laughs> you know? No, but the whole, you know, the whole, the fact of the matter is, he's, it's the behaviors in it too, you know? Like, just try imagine doing these dog-like, the dog-like behaviors in a quad suit. Oh, yeah, dude, all the mannerisms, of course. <laughs> you know, giving, you know, scratching your head with your feet and all that stuff. That sounds difficult. Mm-hmm. It does, but my god, like but we're getting close, like you know. It's getting there. Or maybe like people have just gone too far. I don't know. Well let's see what's what, what... becoming a dog. Yeah, what the article goes down to say is uh the point is that the skeleton of a dog can be reproduced on the skeleton of a human, since the structure of the skeleton is very different. Uh, we spent a lot of time studying how to make it look like a quote-unquote dog, an unnamed design employee told whatever that news station is. In addition, we collect photographs taken from various angles so that the beautiful coat of the collie can be reproduced and devised so that we will coat, so that, that the coat will flow naturally. I mean, it, it does. I mean, he does, now that I'm seeing from this angle, it does look hella thick. Like that's a that's a floofy boy, but that's Very crazy. Though. Imagine like seeing that like at a furry con, like you're just chilling, like you know, in the headless lounge, and like this thing walks in. I'd be like, what? Who? What? Like I'd have to take a second glance. I know. I still can't get over. It. Like if you look very very closely at the paws. You can see their hands. Yes, and the feet too. It's just. Yeah, I mean, this is this is pretty wild. I haven't actually seen anything quite like this. I wonder if the if the jaw moves. That's gonna be the best. Oh wait! Oh, dude! Now that you look at it even closer, look at the eyes though. Uh, is it mesh or are those like those realistic like uh, plastic? kind of eyes that they have. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I think it's more like trying to 
make a more realistic dog eye. Like, it it just seems to fit with the whole aesthetic, you know. It does, yeah. Like that's what I'm I saying. But like, say how do you see out of it? Well, again, like even if for people who choose like these ultra realistic suits, you know. Yeah, well, they have like a mesh in the corners. But, but it is the perfect, you know, styling choice for something like this. I will say that. That's pretty wild. Now, then, to be. It's... <laughs> hmm? Yeah, but ultimately, to answer a couple of little questions here and there, Sage, thanks for tuning in. Can the guy take off the dog suit or no? Um, probably. Like think of something called, you know, the magic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't be ruining that. Oh, man, that is so impressive. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's worth, like, 15700 bucks for, but, like, that is damn impressive. I mean, yeah. All things considered, and then you know, you got to ask yourself the all important questions if you've gone this far to become a dog. You know, was he gonna be able to sit down and eat from a bowl? <laughs> Looks like he could lose a bit of weight, though. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He's a chunky boy, <laughs> <laughs> too, right? With that, he just <laughs> but but they also mentioned in the article that's one of the reasons they chose this particular species because of the floofy coat and how it like flows and can kind of mask the fact that there's a human inside of it. So yeah, I get that. My mother had a Shetland sheepdog when I was younger and they they don't have that much bulk on them, even with the fur. <laughs> okay, okay, sure. But like when he's sitting down uh... It looks like, more realistic know, sitting down. It yeah. does, yeah. Yeah. But you Except know, you could like go for tail. a whole host of other breeds with like with so much you know, with so much fur and floof that could pop what what's another good breed that would make a very good quad suit? That could like oh, one of those like Arctic um uh, like Arctic husky. white yeah, huskies. No, huskies are too um slender. You'd want a Malamute, they've got a bit more bulk to them. Or or what's that really shaggy one that like the like the hairs over its eyes, and it's just like you know, a big ball like, of flu. Oh, you're thinking of like getting on those bop haired dogs, yeah, yeah, something like that would probably suffice, yeah. Oh, a pom oh, say a Pomeranian, perfect. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's a good idea. He just want to be like a very, very massive Pomeranian, though, probably. yeah, yeah, he'd be a fucking unit of a Pomeranian, but no, proportionally I mean, speaking. I'm not suggesting we put an, a midget in a Pomeranian quad suit, but... Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Can I suggest it? <laughs> bad, just bad. <laughs> now, this is actually a very impressive costume. I haven't really seen anything quite like this, even like in like fur cons, and I've been to a lot of fur cons. I have seen some quad suits, but they're typically more cartoonish. Like, uh, you, you ever see, like, those pony suits? Something oh, like that? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those at cons. I think, I'm, like, and I think the big thing about them is that they're very, very, they might be very leggy. Right, and they are because, like, they use stilts. Like, they'll, um, yeah, cause, like, it's awkward walking on, like, all fours because, like, the human ass will, like, stick up in the air. So they typically put, like, 
like on their hands at least like a couple maybe like a foot or two of like stilts you know to kind of like balance themselves out but this one looks i guess he's bending his knees to like go down a bit Oh, so where does he wear this? Like, is it just like a personal art project, or like, does he go to events? Like, what's going on here? It's from the look of things, he's basically been wearing it around his household. Yeah, you, know, you can see he's got his own YouTube channel out of it, which has become a sensation. Wow. And yeah, but you know what? Though speaking of those leggy suits, I'm surprised they haven't met up with a with a leggy boy quad suit. <laughs> Come on. It's uh, it's some um, the memes, but no, it's um, you know what? I mean, I got you got to hand it to the guy. Their hats off, like you know, spending fifteen grand to live the dream. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, he he could have bought a new car, down payment on a house, but no, now he's fulfilling his dreams. He probably good on him. Well, well, I, I mean, mean I, I knew one. Maybe I mean, it's an it's, apartment. You don't know. It's Japan, you know. Like, I think like standalone housing may be a scarce thing in Japan more than anything else. But you never know. And then this is from somebody who's actually been to Japan. Yeah, owning a house is a luxury. I don't know. You know, people do live in. You know, there's lots of apartments in Japan, so. But again, again, I digress. It's the suit that's basically the, that's the star of the show of the day. Oh, so, that was nice. Indeed. So, with that note, though, if you do, if you've been hankering for you know a suit of your own, like it doesn't have to be a quad suit, or or you don't have to go to that length to even be, you know. To even follow that kind of dream if that's what you want. You can just start as simple as like just you can just go as simple as like getting a few, you know, a few little first few parts and just, just start slow and build your way back up. Don't go the whole you know, the whole big suit. Yeah. fifteen grand on that. Obviously this dude had quite a lot of time and money to spend and he had like a vision and stuff. That's all well and good. But, like, the fact that he's probably not even a furry is kind of odd to me. Like, why would you do that if you're not... That's You know not, what I mean? Like, like why would you do that? Really? No, that's besides the point, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just... It's because of the way that he loves the these dogs. Like, they, they're his favorite animal. And he's, that's you know. the passion. That's that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, the collie is his favorite animal. But, you know, I guess what I'm what I'm really trying to say is, you know... You don't have. To. It's not really an exclusively furry thing to to own or want a suit like this. I mean, heck, you even you can even just do what every typical furry does: just get a two-legged suit. <laughs> yeah, like most furries do, or less, you know. But you get it. You get it. Now, moving on. And I guess this is com- coming to the point where we're about to go downhill from here. <laughs> the New Zealand trip. Well, 
What Joel, do you want to Joel, say? There's a, there's a street in New Zealand, which I think was the world record for being the steepest. Oh, yeah? Is... I think that I I'm read somewhere to. on a street that, that looks like it was, you know, it went up a 90-degree angle from, like, from a certain angle. Like, you would think it was an optical illusion. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. I mean, if that's the extent we're going through, then I, I totally and utterly believe that. All things considered. <laughs> but no, let's um, let's um see what's on the market down here for things that go downhill. All right, let's start with this one first. Batman, please, Antifan, Black Lives Matter style rights in a new comic. These places all have insurance. Not my job to protect their profit margins. Oh, okay. Just with what? that statement alone, I have to ask, what happens if the mob decides to drag out a black man and lynch him? During that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to say, but it has actually happened. Mm-hmm. Just because he was a store owner. I mean... Oh, yeah. We've seen this. We've seen this many times. They don't care who they kill. And this is a, this new comic, Batman Fortress. Oh, uh, he's watching the whole world burn. Look at this. New York, London, Metropolis. Wow. Everything's on fire. I'm sorry, but at this point, I mean, what are you going to do? What's one person going to do to stop all that chaos? Um, I think Batman's uh, company, his corporation, should uh, change their logo to the Pride flag during this month to show how loving and accepting uh, he can be. And that's that's the biggest step he can take. Oh, you mean basically turn around and proclaim yourself a terrorist? Oh, okay. Yeah, let's have a look at this stuff, you know, like after all these riots. But you're right, like, you know, miss all of this stuff, there's got, there's bound to be, you know, loots and, you know, looters and rioting. And, you know, and Batman can just, you know, can can see, but look. So he's looking, you know, he's looking at the air over a rooftop, and he basically comes to the conclusion he shouldn't put a stop to the riders because there are more than likely bigger fish to catch out in Gotham City. What? He shouldn't put a stop to the riots because there's what bigger fish? What, what like penguin? Like the Joker, Two Face? Stupid. Meanwhile, entire city blocks are being burned down. What, my Did bro? We have, um, a live stream at one point of someone walking around their town where buildings had basically been burnt. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we did actually. Uh, that was, oh yeah. Crap, where, where was that? Was that by the Chaz area? No, no, it wasn't by the Chaz. It was, it was like yeah. a major event, too. Like, he was, he was, like, right there when it happened. This is the question I have to ask, but what happens if a pharmacy closes and you have a bunch of people die because they can't get a hold of their medication? Well, I guess there's going to be a lot of lawsuits against whom I'm not sure. At the government? The moment, you know. the company? I don't know. Batman, well, maybe? It's Batman's can't. fault. <laughs> <laughs> Batman yeah, should have saved Batman. him. <laughs> Batman didn't deliver my insulin. Curse you, Batman! 
Oh, goodness. Nah. So, so what, what is this exactly? So he's saying these places all have insurance. It's not my job to protect their profit margin. Dude, last like year with the whole George Floyd riots, $2 billion worth of damage with a B. Dude, that's a problem. But I guess uh, he's going to go after uh, the dude who's has two faces. I mean, it's not entirely wrong, you know. You know, limited resources to help everyone. You got to prioritize. It's not entirely wrong, but you know, again, insurance and all that. Basically, that's a bullshit that, reason. Yeah, and then here comes the rest of the diatribe. You know, in my father's day, the American dream used to mean something. Honest for honest work, food on the table, liberty and justice for all. Now it's an illusion, a carrot on a stick, attainable by a few dangled just out of reach for everyone else. So what they're basically saying here is that Batman does not actually care about crime and destruction of his community. Why is he turning a blind eye to that? Like robberies and arson and crap like that. What? This is like the opposite of what Batman would do. You would think he'd want to step in. Hey, yo, officers, Antifa, just chill. All right? Go home. Why, why wouldn't he want to do that? Why well, he's like, oh, you guys can go riot and destroy our town. I'm going to go uh, go, go fight some cartoon uh, supervillains. I mean, I'm sorry, but if you want to put this sort of thing in a, um, in, in a comic book, at least have the Joker behind it. Yeah, right? Maybe, like, Batman's hypnotized or something. Like, he's brainwashed into thinking that crime is cool. No, I mean, the Joker basically stirring everyone up to basically destroy the city. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, he he did that in uh, th that movie with, you know, when, when he shot Jay Leno or whatever that was. Or Oh, was it Leno? Who was it? I'm talking about the Batman Joker, not the, uh, the one-off spin-off they did. Oh yeah, well, but yeah, but but he did that. Like he's he sowed violence and you know discord because of his murders on the subway. Like that was the whole story behind it. I'm right, but still, Joker directly going out and for causing people to take this sort of action without using some sort of hallucinogenic or whatever. Well, that would be a good idea. Like that was that's something. Yeah, I can totally see him doing. Unfortunately, this is going to be some social justice warrior nut job uh, trying to state that this was necessary and the right thing to do. Like I said before, was it perfectly okay and reasonable to drag a black man out onto the street and then kick him and punch him to death just because he was a store owner? Nope. Yeah, crazy shit, man. Now, like, this woke, like, culture that we live in, they're trying to infiltrate literally everything. Batman. I mean, dude, it's... How I get worse so is Batman going to be? That's I don't know. Batwhammon. Who knows? At this point. Now, here's the next thing. Bad. Here is the next thing regarding this, though. Here's another article from the same source. The writer himself, Gary Witter, defends Black Batman fleeing from the rioters. 
Or at least they're calling mm -hmm. them rioters. So, yeah, not the problem. mostly peaceful protesters as buildings crumble down and fire behind you. <laughs> Bat Batman fleeing anything sounds very un-Batman to me. Batman doesn't flee from anything. No, he just gets his back broken. Yeah, but at least he tried. He's got a billion dollars, so he'll buy a new back, whatever. This is a just cause. You guys do you. I'm gonna go fight real crime. Bro, what? What is this crap? What's what, what, what's go what 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 backwards world? Well, I think the writer's response says everything you need to say about this, though. Yeah, it's depraved and here's hypocritical. Right here's what Gary Ritter had to say on his Twitter. Any regular review I get from a right-wing critic who can't stomach the thought that Bruce Wayne might have a social conscience goes into my positive review file. Thanks for this. Yo, left or right, it's not cool when terrorist groups are burning down cities. Okay? I don't care what political party you, you're in. That's just not an okay thing to do. The downside is, and I think a lot of people uh, miss... They always look past this, but it's basically stating that if your neighbor turns around and buys a brand new television, it's perfectly acceptable to break into his house, steal the television, trash the place, douse it with uh, napalm, and then throw your cigarette in there and set it alight. And then be happy that you got a free TV out of it. I mean, you really want to encourage that kind of behavior? That's what this seems to be doing, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like I tried to say before, the there was a Batman uh, webcomic which was just a constant stream. I mean, I thought that was weird and bizarre. This is just... Ugh. What? If this is about... Um, since I'm not going to read it. If this was more focused about how to manage such a situation, yes. But it just sounds like he looks at this and goes, not my problem, and walks away. It just Yeah, that leads yeah. to the insurance. You know, I thought his whole thing was door. to protect the city. That's I, I, exactly this, this whole yeah, these whole paragraphs is right because And wow. you know what? I, the the writer himself is projecting. Let's see. Not only is it a lie, it's a projection because the criticism is that he removed the social conscious uh, consciousness from Bruce Wayne by having him flee from rampaging criminals that are burning down the city, putting people's lives at risk. But if Bruce Wayne truly had a social conscience, he wouldn't leave innocent civilians to the whims of a bloodthirsty, angry, fire-throwing, firebomb-throwing mob. No, he fucking wouldn't. Batman would not he do that. Actually, stop uh... the crime. Yo, he would get in his Batmobile and spray, like, he would open up a, a fire hydrant and save the town. Like, that's what he would do. He wouldn't be like, oh, t t too much fire for me. <laughs> you guys do you. Insurance will take care of it. I'm Batman. No! You also that is no! That fireball thing brought up another thing that happened during the uh, rioting. There was a little boy that was discovered in a car that had been burnt out. Mm. Unfortunately, the fire brigade was being stopped because, well, they don't want to allow the racists through. It's like, oh, for God's sake. Wow. Yeah. Who who they deem racist, right? You make an edgy joke and all of a sudden you're like Hitler. 
was it like that eight-year-old girl that got shot in the back of her mother's car and died in her mother's arms? Oh. I can't. Yeah, no, this was the thing. Well, this little yeah, yeah, I think I do remember hearing about that. Got hit by a stray bullet and no one cared. Yeah. Crazy. We have a very interesting comment here from Mr. Boombox. It says, uh, is Batman going to get pregnant next or have his period? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well. oh no. <laughs> I mean, Can we not... It all depends on how progressive he becomes. Actually, I mean, it's kind of setting that way too, remember? Robin's, you know? Yeah, we know about Robin. Let's not go down the Arnold Schwarzenegger um, road with that, please. (laughs) And, yo, the thing is, he's joking, but at the same time, it's current year. And if that were to happen, that's not an unbelievable thing that they would try to do. Isn't that sick? I mean, I'm actually surprised they haven't tried to bring in a Batman from another universe that's a woman. Oh, yeah, or he's like trans or something. Yeah, of course, right? No, not trans. I mean, actual woman. And not Batgirl. But. Yeah, no, like actual Bruce Wayne that like is like B- B- uh, Brenda Wayne or something. Yeah. Like I'm waiting on that, probably. It seem more realistic than half the shit I've been seeing lately. I mean, damn it. <laughs> so we seriously live in clown world. So what else have we got? There is one more thing that we got, and it's gonna curse the ever living daylights out of you. Oh, before we do that, though, Sage, <laughs> um, I have boobs and bat lipstick. <clears throat> oh, he'd probably have that anyway in the um, belt. Utility belt holds all. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we've got like some tampons in the in the utility belt, all that stuff. Well, what's he going to do when Catwoman's? Uh, in it? What's going to happen um, when he's out on a date with Catwoman? Um, he brings with, um, the catnip to distract her, and then he runs away. <laughs> oh, you're going to pay for the belt? Nah, actually, here you go, <laughs> and then it's fine. I think they'll work out and have some, you know, blah, blah. Yeah, that's like over there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, next, the next thing that we are going to show you is the stuff of nightmares. Prepare yourselves. This is cursed. I have to wonder if China has anything to do with this. I'm sure they hate it, and they're probably banning it from every single you know place on their internet well no they don't like this at all so is this disney or is this something else i thought it was fake well is a oh it's fallen into public domain okay so for those of you guys listening who can't like see what we're doing here this is um a Winnie the Pooh um, Blood and Honey, which is essentially um, a slasher film based on Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. A new horror film, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey, turns the children's character into a cold-blooded slasher villain. 
I hate to think how many uh, movies like that when my uh, stories are written from a uh, mouth like this. Because you know bronies are going to go nuts. Oh, yeah, well, there's you saw the stuff that uh, Steven Spielberg made, right? Cupcakes? Yeah. Uh, with all the bronies, and they're all, like, killing each other in crazy ways. <laughs> kind of like um, Happy Tree Friends-esque, I guess. But this is something crazy. This is a live action of Winnie the Pooh and Piglet in, like, Winnie the Pooh masks. Literally, I guess, just killing people because they just right. are. Um. So... Can we clarify whether or not it is actually Winnie the Pooh or just someone wearing the mask? Let's have a look first. You know, this is what happens when certain characters fall into the public domain. <clears throat> what should be considered a bruh moment, maybe cash brag, cash grab. An indie filmmaker aims to subvert expectations as Holly Weird likes to do and present a classic children's literary character in a light that drains him of all of his wholesome innocence and whimsy. Hey, Joel, have you seen the history of Santa Claus? Oh, my goodness. Yo, I was just watching something about that earlier. I had to say that. That's funny. You may be onto something, then. Innocence and whimsy. Ah, yes. I mean, it's it's Pooh Bear. Let's see. uh, Dread Central provides us... And whatever number of curious gorehounds up for this kind of stuff with a first look at Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. That's a good name, by the way, guys. That's fucking cool. A film uh, and first effort by writer-director uh, Rise Frake Waterfield. I mean, dude. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> Damn! They go hard. I seriously hope that it's better than the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers movie. <laughs> I don't know, man, but I'm totally watching this. If it's like actually a real movie, because from what I'm seeing, it might be like made up. I've seen a lot of fake trailers for some stuff, so I don't know. Well, apparently these images were on IMDb, so yeah, yeah, dude. I, I, I same thing. Like I've seen fake trailers on IMDb too. They say, "Oh, it's coming out in this year," and then like five years go by, and the trailer is still there. So I hope this is a thing. It says, uh, the site provides images courtesy of IMDb in some background, though there's not much to discern about the Arcane Project. We see in the stills people in a farm, animal-inspired Halloween masks, one of them with a grotesque piglet cosplay, and another wearing the little guy's face. Oh, brother! (laughs) Good lord. And of all the things, like, it just this is one of those things where you just say, you know, that took a turn. That really did. I never expected Winnie the Pooh and Piglet to become slashers. I mean, we always knew that Winnie the Pooh had like a drug problem with his addiction to honey. But damn, he really uh, went down the wrong path here. Yeah. And my magic eight balls did not. If you look back at the past, you know the past of Winnie the Pooh, then so Disney isn't protecting uh, their rights to Winnie the Pooh, but they'll protect their rights to um, what do you call it, Mickey Mouse? Well, that that is them. Mickey Mouse is Disney. 
Winnie the Pooh, though, didn't I think they did sell their rights away or something? Or like, didn't they buy them originally? I, I don't know if this is an original content by Disney. I think uh, someone no, else actually owns it's it. It's not. From what what was listed before, this is just some individual going out. From what I can tell, it's not the actual characters, but people wearing the masks. So they can't actually... Well, but they are titling it literally Winnie the Pooh, though. Which I think is pretty damn funny. Here's the thing. Now, if we skip down here, the mouse house is not involved in Blood and Honey. And now that the honey-loving plush bear has left into the public domain this year, they have no say when budding directors like Waterfield want to make an R-rated horror thriller using the character's likeness. Okay. And people thought Cruella was too far. <laughs> Cruella was um, watchable. Yeah. There's entertaining bits in it, but... It was alright. I like the moth scene. That was cool. But yeah, this is... Wait, since when did Winnie the Pooh have tusks? That's what, not Winnie that's the Pooh. That's Pig. That's, um, oh, that's Piglet. Oh, I see, I see. Wait, since when does Piglet have tusks? Maybe when he grows up. Oh, that's the terrifying thought. Oh, God. Ew. No. Oh, I don't like that. So, are you guys going to see this movie? No. If it's no, no. Well, I'd, I'd send I'd send it to China. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Yo, they probably already banned it. But speaking of which, I boombox is another live comment here. Make Christopher Ryan a Chinese child. You know, Christopher. You know. That's <laughs> Robin. The thing is, yeah, like it's too bad. Like I don't think we'll ever see this signs of this stuff. But god damn. But basically, this falls into the last, li- you know, line of thinking. You know, evil doesn't create; it corrupts. You know, so basically, they just whoever it was decided to just you know set out to get access to the Winnie the Pooh property and just you know completely and utterly, excuse me, fuck it up. Uh, yeah, you know, a very similar thing happened with that movie Cat in the Hat from Dr. Seuss with Mike Myers. Yeah, they kind of uh, did the same thing there. They made it repulsively scary. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're very lucky. And I guess we're kind of lucky, though, because... I have no idea if such a trailer even even freaking exists for such a thing yet. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, man. Can you imagine like knocking on like the the back of your door? Where's my honey? I'm coming. <laughs> Creepy shit. I don't know, man. But I mean, all up though, um, this does bring into question about whether leaving stuff on the public domain 
it's a good idea or not. Yeah, because yeah. like anyone can kind of just commandeer it and make it their own franchise. Honestly, I think it's fine. Like, if you are willing to put your own content on the public domain, then it's public domain, you know? Vera, that statement would suggest that uh, a person could come along, take it, and then be solely responsible for for producing. uh, Well, not not necessarily, because, like, a lot of stuff about, like, Star Wars originally, the whole expanded universe, that was, like, individuals just making up fan fiction. For decades they were doing this. Until Disney's finally decided to, like, you know, stomp that out. But when Disney was, was over. Yeah, when they, well, like, exactly. Like, they made it, you know, a personal, like, licensed thing. But when it was in the public domain, essentially, like, it was in the public domain where people were able to publish their own content in relation to that franchise. And they made some pretty good stuff, man. I don't I mean, some of it was trash, some of it was great. I love the Family yeah. Guy rip on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what's following up next with this whole, um, let's go Scream ripoff. Scream meets, uh, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, yeah, you're right. Can you imagine if, like, a movie like that was real? That'd be fucking hilarious. Now, what I do <laughs> want to know legitimately is when, what happens to the rest of the, the Winnie the Pooh cast, you know? T- Eeyore, Tigger, in this depiction. <sighs> okay, well... I don't know, because I've heard some pretty crazy theories about, like, Winnie the Pooh and how it's secretly about, like, Christopher Robin and, like, his issues and all of his stuffed animals, like, represent either sins or drugs or mental illness, something crazy like that. Like, Tigger, he's, like, on meth. He has ADHD. I think um, the donkey has, like, depression. Obviously, Pooh is a drug addict. Like, weird stuff like that, so... I don't know. There's a lot of interesting avenues they could take if they really want to go rated R with this shit. I think it's already been made. It's already made. I thought this just came out. Didn't this just come out? Wait, it's been released? No, the trailer, I mean. No, I don't think I've seen a trailer for that new Winnie the Pooh horror thing. You haven't seen the trailer? No, mm. I don't think so either. Oh, dude, I did. It's only like a minute long. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh. pretty spooky. But I don't know now, like... But again, like, it could be fake. Like, that's why I'm questioning it. Or again, it could be worse though. Like, in a way, like you gotta view this from a specific lens. Either the chickens have come home to roost, and this is the like. And I know that this whatever that Winnie the Pooh is no longer under Disney control. But you know, if this is the Winnie the Pooh that we all you know have to get now. Yeah, I didn't even see, like, the actual live-action Winnie the Pooh, you know, with, like, Christopher Robin going back. I, I know we uh, we talked about the trailer for it years ago when it first came out. But no, the last thing I saw of Winnie the Pooh was probably when I was, like, I don't know, 10? Maybe, like, 8? What like about on the movie PBS. that was recently released? Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I was saying, like, the live-action one with, like, the stuffed animals and 
uh, I don't know. It looks like it had good production value. I just haven't seen it. Maybe so. But either way, though, if you want more more elements of what Disney is kind of messing up, though, um, I'm sure you know there's something to be said about the current the latest new Star Wars, the Obi Wan Kenobi one. Have any Have any of you seen that? Heard about it or anything like that? I have, yes. I haven't actually seen a full episode, but I saw like recaps and I saw the uh, the trailer for it. Some of the characters, like the original actors, are coming back, which I think is very interesting. And it's only been out like for two episodes, and so far, it doesn't like necessarily seem like they're going down that woke road. I mean, yeah, there is like one character who thought they're like really pushing for it, but. They always need that token and things like this nowadays. But no, like, I think the series is probably going to be okay if they don't, like, overdo it. Um, actually, you might want to hold off the optimism. Really? Man, the Inquisitor looked cool. Oh, come on. Well, not so much for the Obi-Wan Kenobi thing, but the, um, what's really actually coming next, Star Wars Skeleton Crew. Oh, what what's that? I haven't heard of that. New series, Star Wars Skeleton Crew, starring Jude Law announced. Previous rumor in the game, Lucasfilm was looking for a non-binary child for the show. Oh, God, no. Okay, what? A non-binary child. God help us. Wait, is this satire? Like, this this isn't real. There's no, there's no way. There's no way people actually said this. They've actually, in a press release for capping the you know first from Star Wars Celebration like they they must have had a um an event and then this they was, wanted to set up a new release for this was series. a real press release where they said that they wanted a non-binary child to star in their show. God help us! Wow, I really I thought that was a joke. I can't believe Star Wars would be so sexist. I can't believe this is a real headline. What the hell's happening here? Hell, if you want a non-binary child, make it like an alien that reproduces asexually. All right, how about that? Like, what I mean, are you Star doing? Wars has got no no shortages of aliens to pick from. Exactly. Like, hey, make it make it an Bye-bye. alien. Oh my goodness. Skeleton crew. So, skeleton crew of what? Like, what time frame are we talking about here? Is this like? Okay. Here's the thing. It's this new series apparently is focused on you know a group of kids lost in the Star Wars galaxy trying to find their home, and they're trying to see the galaxy through a different you know from the eyes of children and different perspective, if you will. Wow, this sounds like something I would absolutely love to not watch. <laughs> that sounds so boring. It's like. Actually, <laughs> who cares? Oh, but it's... but one of them is special because they're a non-binary, bro. What? Read this. Read like the blurb is like described as a galactic version of classic Amblin coming-of-age adventure films of the eighties. Yeah, and no. Speaking no. of cl- coming-of-age films, 
you know, you know what was a recent coming of age film that was, you know, that Disney made? The War movie. Yeah, yeah, seeing red. Yeah, I know. You know what? What I think is also a really uh, good uh, few coming of age movies. How about uh, episodes four through six of uh, Star Wars: Luke Skywalker, Destiny? How about that? All right, I don't want to see a a panda getting her period or allegory for that. Like, come on. If now, if you put that in like a sci-fi twist or whatever, then you know, weird alien. If again, we get a non-binary alien kiddo. We don't need that. No one need. No one's asking for this. Why? Why though? Oh God! No, people are asking for it. It's just a small minority that do. Oh my goodness! It's always the loudest wackos. Well, okay. Current year, I guess. Yo, look at how tiny Kathleen Kennedy looks standing next to him. Like, <laughs> look at how tiny her head is. It's actually very fitting. You know, yeah, I know, yeah. It's actually very fitting. People like that have the small, you know, small Napoleon brain. Complex. Yeah. Goodness knows, people like these with bigger brains, the big brain, you might as well show them the big brain meme where they just Goodness. <laughs> Where the whole thing is a character and they become a, a brain, a walking brain. Ah, oh, well. But at the moment, though, so it, what, what do you think of Star Wars? Oh, well, at the moment, like the direction it's heading in. Well, Ali had a really good point here. She says, I mean, there's really nothing wrong with non binary in the thing, though. It's not really. Shoving it in your face. Wait, it's it not really it's Disney. They go. Oh, yeah, it's not really that, like that part of shoving it in your face. Remember, yeah, well, well remember, I, remember, I get remember. that too. Like that's that's fine, but like when they just they do it just to do it, like that's when it gets annoying and like okay, this is like enough of the propaganda already. But if it was like an alien that wasn't a guy or a girl or something, I mean, sure, like that's in a galaxy far, far away. I guess anything goes, right? But when they really lay it on there with, like, the whole agenda, like, that's when it gets, like, sick of, like, come on already. Like, I, hey, we don't want to see this. We want to escape. Don't forget, you know, Disney got broken so bad by the state of Florida. Remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. And this is basically Disney's way because they are now, you know, Florida broke them so bad that they have to go shove it in your face now. They're trying so hard, it's just falling flat. I clunked out of this whole uh, like Disney movie thing. Sorry, Star Wars movie thing. What was it, the last main one they brought out? One with the, uh, the ice foxes? Oh, yeah, that was... Um, <laughs> I don't even remember what it was called. Episode, what, 9, I want to say? I don't remember what it was called. Something Skywalker, right? Like Return yeah, of Skywalker. Skywalker. No, I think it was Rise of Skywalker or something. Yeah, right. Rise of Skywalker, which made zero sense because Skywalker is dead. And Rey is just like, I'm a Skywalker now. Spoiler alert. But that doesn't matter because it's trash. So, <laughs> But yeah, like that was... 
I yeah, I, I gave up Star Wars after the the movie before that because I thought, oh, this is this is cool, you know, Kylo Ren. Who is he? Who is this Snoke person? Like I don't know. And then it just, bleh, no, no. Captain Phasma could have been so cool, but then they killed her off, and that was lame. I got a lot of gripe with those movies, but I'm not going to get into it. Ah, well. But, you know, there we are. You know, like, I guess that's all we have to do, but, you know, is just witness the, the, the decline. Yep. Ah, well. Ah, well. Looks like that's pretty much it for the week. What do you guys right. think? Yeah, we definitely went down the New Zealand slope with that one. <laughs> I mean, I should more, more like I should say, popular entertainment has gone down the New Zealand slope. You know, friggin' Batman won't protect his city. Yeah, that was weird. Like, what? Oh, well, let them do what they do. I have more important things. Like, dude, your neighbor is being robbed right now. And you're just gonna... No, no. It... <laughs> Come on, Batman. What the fuck? I wonder how many more kids... Actually, I wonder how many parents would have been murdered during uh, those sort of riots. And then kids oh. would have been turned to orphans. So Batman's oh. whole um, crusade to stop that sort of shit from happening, yeah, he just screwed up. That's a good point. Oh. Okay, but yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, Noble, you have any like final thoughts about this week? Wrapping everything up. Head into brick wall. Well, that's putting it very mildly, though. If anything, the only thing that did keep me from doing that was um. Man, become doggo. <laughs> oh, please, it's nothing. That's not news. No, it didn't need to be. You're right. But then somebody had to lap that up. Like, it was the most fascinating thing. Like, how did how did man become doggo? Well, a bit of money, whatever grace, you get that. Bit of dreaming and some imagination, you get that. But it doesn't matter. We already have a dogger on the show. <coughs> and yes, perfect live comments. Reject humanity. Return to doggo. I agree. Absolutely. Woof woof bork bork indeed, good sir. Uh yeah, I would say that this week was pretty interesting. That quad suit was very impressive. Like I've seen, like I said, I've seen some videos about it, and damn, like how they can just get the mannerisms correctly. Very cool stuff. I also just wanted to briefly mention, you know, as I'm heading out here, that um, this is Memorial Day weekend, uh, at least for us here in America, and for those of you guys uh, who live here. Uh, let's just take a moment to you know, recognize our brave veterans and soldiers who are sacrificing their lives to defend our country. So God bless them. Indeed. Let us have a moment of silence.
right, and that's uh, all I have to yeah. say for this week. Indeed, you know, Memorial Day, you know, honor your traditions, honor your your past, honor your yeah. And that's pretty much wraps up this week. Um, thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did making it. And as always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, BitChute, and more further down the line. This is our signing off for the week. Farewell, and until next time. Bye. Good night. Off. <laughs>